Welcome to the Source of Commercial Real Estate podcast, where we talk to the experts in all asset classes of commercial real estate. Listen so you can grow your wealth, expand your portfolio, improve your mindset, and live an amazing life. And now, your host, Jonathan Hayek. Welcome to the Source of Commercial Real Estate. I am your host, Jonathan Hayek. I am glad you are here listening with me today. And today, I am going to do a short episode to give you an update on my March progress of the 12X resolution. In case you haven't joined me previously on one of these updates, in 2023, I am doing a little bit of a different kind of resolution. Instead of doing one resolution for the entire year that is almost certain to fail, I am choosing to do a little bit of a different resolution in 2023. The 12X resolution is where you choose one resolution each month to either start doing or to either eliminate doing. And there are a couple reasons that I believe this is a much better way to improve yourself than the traditional ways. It is so common for people to get really inspired at the end of December or beginning of January and set a huge goal for the upcoming year. There's nothing wrong with setting goals. It's a great thing to do. However, the unfortunate part is that most people fail miserably at their New Year's resolutions. The idea of the 12x resolution is fairly simple. It is best to take small, consistent action every single day in order to improve yourself. I'm sure you've seen online, in the media, and in social media people doing other types of things that aim to improve yourself and have good intentions, but they are simply too much to take on. I'm mostly referring to the 75 Hard program. I make no secrets that I am not a fan of this program for personal development. If you want to do it just for a personal challenge and for something fun to do, go right ahead. But do not think that completing 75 Hard is going to change your habits. It is simply too much for the average person to take on. And most people simply fail and they end up feeling awful about themselves. If you are serious about personal development, you will stop thinking about those huge uh, social media clickbaity types of things, and you'll take real action that is going to get you real results. And I believe if you want real results in the long term, it is going to be small, consistent steps that are ultimately going to get you to a place that you never thought that you'd end up. So for my 12X resolution, I choose a different habit every month to either add or to eliminate. And this allows me to have more freedom with what I'm doing. If something isn't working for me in a month, um, I can continue to try it. But at the end of that month, I can be done with it and I can learn from it. And uh, then I know what worked with that habit, what didn't work with that habit, if it's a habit worth sticking to or something that's not worth pursuing in the future. In January, I chose to do 
strength training uh, every single day, and that worked out great. I was successful with it. In February, I attempted to do uh, some sort of writing every day, and if you remember, um, I stuck with it for the first half of the month, but the second half of the month was kind of a huge disaster, um, and I was not able to stick with it for the second half of February. For March, the habit that I chose was professionally uh, professional-related, and it was to be reaching out to more brokers and more property owners to try to get more deals. And this had mixed results. The good news is that the end result at the end of this month, I got a deal under contract, and this came as a direct result of reaching out to brokers and asking questions. I cannot say that I called brokers every single day or I did cold calling every single day. In fact, I didn't make a single cold call to a property owner, uh, but I did send some letters to property owners. I want to give you some feedback about what I learned about my experience reaching out to brokers this month. So when I'm looking for deals, I have a very strict buy box. I know what markets I'm looking at, and I know the property criteria and the tenant type that I'm looking for. And so as I'm looking online for these deals, um, I can reach out to the brokers that have a deal that fits the buy box that I'm looking for. Almost always, the deal that I'm calling about does not work out. Um, it's either under contract or um, the listing, um, the the facts of the situation are not exactly as what was represented in the listing or just something else goes wrong with that particular deal. But the real value in reaching out to these brokers is the conversation that's involved when you reach out to them. So some brokers, when you reach out to them on a certain deal, let's say um, I'm reaching out to them on 123 Apple Street. Hey, I see this uh, retail center. Um, is that is that deal still available? Some brokers are going to say, nope, it's under contract. Sorry. And that'll be the end of the conversation. But some brokers, uh, the good brokers, the hungry brokers, are going to inquire about what exactly you're looking for. What kind of deals are you interested in? So if this 123 Apple Street, no, I'm sorry, that deal, it just went under contract, but I've got a bunch of other deals that um, I have listed. What kind of deals are you looking for? And then I can tell them and they'll say, oh, okay, you know what? Let me look through my database. Let me look through my listings and let me see if I have anything that fits your criteria. These are the brokers that you want to maintain relationships with because these are the hungry brokers. These are the brokers that are trying to get deals done. So even if this broker um, doesn't have a deal right now that you're interested in and their listings aren't what you're listing, aren't what you're interested in, this broker could be a good resource for future deals. So say there's another deal that you are really interested in, but you're wondering, um, you know, maybe what lease rates are for industrial properties in this market. And for whatever reason, you don't feel comfortable asking the listing broker. And so you're looking for another resource to ask, hey, what's fair market value for lease rates? Because this particular property is 50% vacant or it's going to be vacant in six months. What could I release this property for? And so now you have a resource. Um, you have another broker 
in this market who's hungry. Um, they know you know that they get listings and they have some awareness of the market. And so this isn't uh, necessarily you know the star broker, the number one broker in the market. But hey, it's a resource that when you have a question. Uh, in the future about this market, you have someone that you can call and you can say, hey, I'm looking at this deal. Um, here are my questions about it. Um, one of them is, what are the lease rates? What do you think I could lease this space for? And this broker can give you feedback, and it's at least better than um, not having a clue uh, about what uh, what potential lease rates are in that market. When these brokers do send you deals, because some of them will, a lot of times when you click on something on Crexy, the brokers with a pro account will get notified on basically everything you click on on their listing. So if you open their uh, their offering memorandum, if you click their contact information, if you click on the flyer, they get emails and notifications when you do that. And the really hungry brokers will reach out to you. They'll respond to that email. And they'll say, "Hey, this deal's under contract, but what are you looking for? Can I help? Can I help you out with something else? Or, hey, uh, this deal's available. Can I send you more information on it? I've got a rent roll, and you can start a conversation that way." Occasionally, um, a broker will put you on their email list, and um, they'll say, "Oh, you know, you're looking for value add retail," and so then they'll send you maybe three options of value add retail of um, listings that the brokerage has. When you get those emails, make sure you respond uh, with feedback. So. Uh, whether it's, hey, you know, this doesn't look like a value add. It looks like everything's at, uh, you know, market rate and long-term leases. I'm not interested in that. But the second one you sent, you know, there is 50% vacancy. I really like that. What kind of leases are those? Are those gross leases? Are those net leases? Um, you know, continue the conversation and continue to ask questions because I have found that the hungry brokers, they want to do deals. They want to be helpful and they want to do deals. And so if you find a broker is uh, opening the lines of communication and sending you deals and they're asking for feedback, make sure you respond and keep the conversation open. Something I'm going to do moving forward is set myself uh, calendar notifications to follow up with these hungry brokers, maybe once a month or once a quarter, so that I have a contact of a broker in, say, Las Vegas who has been really responsive and is sending me deals, even if they're not deals that I'm particularly interested in. I know that this broker is hungry and they want to do deals and they're communicative and they're uh, they're open to emailing and they're open to feedback. And so I know I can respond uh, or follow up with this broker every month or every quarter and just say, hey, just want to check in. Thank you so much for sending those last deals. As a reminder, these are the kinds of deals I'm looking for. Do you have anything that fits that criteria? It could be a template that you just, you know, keep saved in your uh, in your drafts or in Google Drive, and you just copy and paste it to uh, to a couple brokers once a month or once a quarter, just to keep the conversation going and to maintain broker relationships. So while it's just not realistic for me to reach out to brokers or property owners every single day, um, that's one thing that I've realized is that I just... 
I have a workflow and I'm not looking for deals every single day. Some days I'm with my family. Some days I'm working on the podcast. Some days I'm out in the field uh, working on my properties, working with contractors. And some days I'm looking at deals. Um, and so in my workflow, it might only be two or three days a week that I have time in my workflow to reach out to brokers. And for me at this point in my investing, that's totally fine. I think uh, having the expectation of reaching out to brokers every single day is not realistic. It was a cool challenge to try in a month. And if you are struggling for deal flow and struggling with broker relationships, I would highly encourage you to try this tactic. Take one month and say, every single day this month, I am going to reach out to a broker. Just ask some questions. It doesn't matter if uh, if you're a serious buyer or if you're just trying to learn the space, learn an asset class, or learn a market. Talk to a broker and uh, and just start to ask some questions. And now for the April phase of the 12x resolution. I feel like I am kind of tapped out professionally. I cannot add one more thing to my professional plate at this moment. So I'm going to do something personally for April, and that is eliminate chocolate consumption. I will be honest with you. I am such a sucker for dark chocolate. And when I take a serious self-examination of my dark chocolate intake, I am not happy with what I see. My chocolate consu consumption has quite honestly gotten to a level that I am not comfortable with. It's a little out of control. And so April is the month that chocolate consumption is eliminated. There are two things I'm going to do uh, that I need to do to help myself be successful with this. First, I need to understand what role chocolate is playing in my life. And first, chocolate is an indulgence. Um, however, uh, the last few months, uh, chocolate has become more of a commodity than an indulgence. I'm consuming it every single day and in quantities that I would be too embarrassed to share with you right now. And so I have to understand what role is it playing? Well, quite honestly, uh, some days it is a meal replacement. Uh, it is something that I love, and it's a result of me not preparing correctly uh, for my meals for that day. So if I'm out of the house and I don't bring enough food with me or I don't bring the right food with me, I'll just have a chocolate bar and that will be a meal, which is not something I am comfortable with. The next factor I need to consider is what am I going to replace it with? Whenever you are trying to eliminate a habit, you have to understand that you must replace the habit with something. Because after all, willpower does not work. There's a good book by that, by that title, and you should know by now, if you are relying on self-discipline or willpower or uh, whatever you want to call it to eliminate a bad habit, it is 99% of the time not going to work. If you're eliminating a habit, you must replace the habit with something else. So what am I going to replace my chocolate consumption with? Well, 
I need to plan my meals better. I need to take more food with me when I leave the house in the morning. And more specifically, um, chocolate as an indulgence is fulfilling kind of a need for uh, something sweet uh, to satisfy a a sweet tooth. Um, And so I'm going to choose to uh, uh, replace my chocolate consumption with dried fruit. Um, I do love dried fruit, and I think it could... Um, satisfy something similar that chocolate consumption uh, also satisfies. So there you have it, a recap of my progress from March and kind of a silly goal for April, but uh, it's not that silly to me. Um, it's something that I can take seriously every single day and I think will ultimately have uh, good benefits to my health and well-being and energy. So there you have it. Um, I appreciate you for listening. Um, I hope this 12x resolution idea can be an inspiration to you. And feel free to reach out to me, send me an email, reach out on LinkedIn, tell me what you're doing for your 12x resolution. I love the idea of monthly resolutions. Um, Get yourself some easy wins and remember to take small, consistent action every single day to improve yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Until next time, take care.